welcome to Awakened with Victoria Bond. I'm your host, Victoria, and I am absolutely honored to bring you this podcast where we will be getting raw, real, turning our consciousness, removing the old energies that do not align, and turning up our capacities as human beings and spiritual beings. I will be bringing you mediumship. I will be bringing you channels. I will be bringing you points of view that will shift your perspective and realign your body, your mind, and your soul. Enjoy this ride. This comes from my heart to yours. And know that while you're listening to this, indeed, you are helping to create this. Enjoy the ride, and I'll see you inside. Hey everybody, I am Victoria Bond, a spiritual empowerment coach and a psychic medium, and I have a very special guest with me today. Welcome, Amanda Lamb. Oh, thanks for having me again. Again, yeah, we have definitely done interviews in the past, and the reason why this is such a special guest is because Amanda is my little sister, cringe, (laughs) she's like, (laughs) and Amanda has become very successful in her own right as a psychic medium. So one of the things about Amanda is she's always been like, I don't want to be in your shadow. I was like, hey, Amanda, let's get married together. Let's do this together. And she's always said, no, Victoria. Can we be at your birth? <laughs> yeah. Can, can we please be at each other's births? Um, she didn't want that. Um, so I totally understand that and respect that Amanda is successful in her own right. And of course, <laughs> I'm absolutely delighted to know that we are doing very similar things in business. So Amanda, you are currently, um, we're recording this from your spiritual space and obviously from my office. And let's have a little little chat about this, right? So when did you actually start really remembering and embodying mediumship? Not really doing it as a business or as anything like deep until probably two, three years ago. Um, Before that, obviously, we've come from a family that's had a long line of spiritual um, light workers, psychic mediums. There's so much of that in our family, but there was very, very obviously, as you know, very pushed down, not very talked about, not celebrated very a lot of fear there um a lot of masks there as well so it's always been kind of something we've been aware of I think if not consciously subconsciously for quite some time along with all the rest of our siblings but yeah the past three years it's become a business two years it's become a business and it just gets deeper and deeper and deeper every client really which is pretty cool Mm-hmm. Yes. And for those of you who have never listened to any of my podcasts or um, haven't actually interacted with Amanda or myself, just to give you a little bit of a background, we've been brought up Catholic and I, I totally believe it was a beautiful, beautiful upbringing with a lot of sacred prayer, holy water, even like they do the, the kind of their own incense smudging around. I don't know if it's Easter or something like that. Um, I don't really remember, but we were brought up with that gorgeous sacred energy of Mother Mary, um, which I know Amanda and I both work with as well, and the Christ consciousness of Jesus. But we're still playing in those energies, but they're different now. They're not coming from a religious aspect. And we have got our own children. Amanda's got two little girls. I've got a little boy and a girl. We also have got a sister and two brothers. So we are very close in age. There's about two and a half years difference between us. We were the the eldest two. So we were kind of joint at the hip. 
although Amanda is a manifest generator and she is an emotional authority, I am a projector in the HD and I'm a non-emotional, but we're both three fives. So we are very similar personality-wise and we read very similar as well, mm, which is we do. interesting. So yeah. we do have clients coming backwards and forth between the two of us. But I remember, Amanda, when I first said to you, you know, I was playing with cards. I was kind of a little bit secretive about it. And I remember you going, oh, can I like touch them? Mm. Can I it was like, like it was like it was taboo. It was like quick put the cards away, we've got visitors coming, or you know, it's, it's it was all almost like it was a secretive kind of naughty thing that we were dabbling into, or you were dabbling into at the time. And I was like, oh, like it feels so naughty, but it feels so right. And it's just light, isn't it? It's light, light and love. So yeah, it was so funny. It was really yeah. funny. And I, I know you were kind of supporting me in when I was kind of coming out of the spiritual closet, so to speak. Um so our mum is still not supportive of what we do. So we just don't really talk about it much, but we respect each other and the fact that, you know, beliefs are a thing to be respected and not to be judged. Uh, but it's kind of interesting. You kind of watched me go through it. And then all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, you know, I'm realizing that I'm hearing spirit. You work with babies a lot, babies that have passed over. You've got your own spirit angels that have passed over. And I work with a lot of suicide entities. And of course, we're natural energy clearers. And this is like you mentioned at the beginning, this has come from a lot. We've come from a long line of actual mediums, but we were never allowed to dabble. So we always knew, right? We always knew about the exorcisms, about the darker energies and how not to dabble. We always knew that our uncle, you know, he saw someone in his dream and the next day she turned up. Um, great grandmother's seeing spirit on the farm. Our great grandmother on the other side. So it's actually been on both sides. Totally didn't think about that. Mm. Uh, the great grandmother on the other side, our nana, mum, we grew up with stories that there was a knock on the door and the neighbor would have died. Mm. Um, or mum got a knock on the door one day when she's in the shower, get the door. And the neighbor had passed away, seeing spirit in the gardens. And it was one of those things that was, we loved those stories, but it was one of those things that you didn't dabble in, you gave it up to God when you were watching me go through that as well, like how did you shift your perspective from oh, don't touch the cards, don't go there to this is fucking epic and I've got a gift. Yeah. So I remember it was actually before I started my business, because obviously I had to be completely barriers down to start my business. Um, I remember you were talking about, because I used to pray. It was so funny. You and our brother used to always say, you know, all these things about religion and you're changing. And I was, I used to pray for you guys. I was like, oh my God, you've got to come back. Like it was, I now I think about it. I'm like, what the fuck? Sorry. So where was I going with that? Um, I remember you saying to me, you know, cause I was saying about how my thoughts and everything had kind of changed around religion. Like obviously it's religion itself. I'm not into it's It's the holiness. It's the sacred. It's the energy. It's the love. It's the light. It's that kind of stuff that still remains. Cause that's what it's all about. But I remember you saying to me, you know, I don't think you've quite dropped the religious stuff yet, but you'll get there. And I was like, oh, I probably won't, you know, I'm never going to drop that. It's like not okay to do that. And then all of a sudden it was like this big shift and getting bars, like access bars really helped with that because just allowing any, well, not allowing other people's thought patterns, their fears, their, what's been instilled in me from a child, allowing that to drop and to make my, my own mind up 
obviously following in your footsteps our other sister had already she'd already got these amazing ideas already of what she believed in and I was like it's it's okay to drop that I don't don't have to believe what I was brought up with I can believe whatever I want and then dropping it was just dropping the barriers dropping all the barriers of everything I've ever been taught ever you know and just making my own mind up and it was like a light bulb like wow you can still believe in God you can still call upon those sacred energies for your healings and readings um you know, like you said, Christ conscious energy, the Mother Mary, all that kind of stuff is still there, exists, but just in my mind in a different way. We're using it to help. Yeah, perspective. Um, using it to help people rather than put fear into people, just calling upon that energy. It's it's changed. Yeah, total perspective. But access bars, that was a huge turning point for me. Just getting my bars run quite regularly from you. Yeah, dropping all those barriers was amazing. Light bulb moment completely. Mm-hmm. And we get towards to put up barriers mm. and to be fearful as well yeah so we, we get taught to put up barriers we get taught to literally take on the points of views the considerations the judgments and we've put this under an umbrella of discernment and i just call a whole motherfucking lot of bs on that because at the end of the day like you say you're getting your bars run and for those of you who don't know what that is it is essentially a process of touching pressure points on the head that helps release the pretty much what we've built up from the conditioning and the programming of our external worlds. And it's it's just fascinating when you start asking a question, well, what else is possible with these spiritual gifts? And what do I actually believe? And one of the things that for me personally was, how can we as Catholics just be right and everybody Mm -hmm. else be wrong? Yeah, exactly. That's a huge one, eh? And also it was it was going to um where were we going? Oh, it was like a Christmas thing one day. It was like a combined all the churches put together this amazing thing for the community, but the Catholics weren't involved because it was to do with this particular religion. And I was like, hang on a minute, that's not okay. Like all of these different churches and beliefs all came together, apart from one one specific didn't want to have anything to do with it. And I was like, that does not sound right to me. That's just what makes them right and these people wrong? You know, what's there's no right and wrong. It's just, yeah, that was mind-blowing that that happens. And yeah, there, there was such a division between one specific group of people to this this huge collaboration of people for the better. And they were doing stuff for the community, for people, like helping people. And it was just, yeah, it was, it was strange to me that that even was a thing, this division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find it absolutely fascinating when you start asking questions and saying, what do I truly believe? And for me, I don't know about you, Amanda, but I got really angry. Um, I went through nearly a grieving process and I know you lost some babies and it was very, very hard. And I think that was probably a huge part of your awakening and that it was very, very deep and traumatic um, trauma and death can and epiphanies are the things that change us. And for me, it was like, I went through a death of myself. And I remember seeing you and Rachel, our other sister, going for a walk and I was walking behind you and I felt so massively separated. And this is because I had created my own separation, trying to figure out who I was. I went through the dark night of the soul as I was waking up and realizing, oh my God, has my life been a lie? Mm. Am I in a lie? And I was really, really angry and I created the separation. I was so angry and I was like, Jesus and Mary and God, all of this is bullshit. And I was really, really, really fucked off. Like 
I went through this grieving process and now I've come back around in a circle and realized with a simple shift of perspective, a whole lot of consciousness and empowerment, realizing I am one with God consciousness and we can use all of these resources around us, which is including these these, um, high frequencies of beings, these different collective energies, but also these ascended masters and we're bringing these energies through and we're reading the vibration of our clients so we've tended to put mediums right we are both mediums modern mediums that's what we are we're not freaking sitting there like I've got incense going but um we're not what the archetype of what we thought a psychic medium was. We just, we're normal mums. We're going to go out for lunch after this and, you know, we go for walks and we have family. Oh, I used to be afraid to go to a psychic because I was like, I thought if I walked past a psychic, they'd look at me and be like, oh my God, she's got anxiety or she's doing that. You know, it doesn't work like that. Um, and people, it, it's a strange. I think I wasn't, I was 24 when I got my first reading and that was huge that that probably was actually one of the first steps that I took because it was so taboo to get a reading and you got one and I think someone else we were with at the time got one and you were like just do it just do it remember the the aura guy the aura photo and so I did it and it was so powerful and I was like holy shit 10 years later I'm going through stuff that he talked about 10 years later and that made me think there's something in this and it's not as simple as you know, I'm seeing you right now and you've got this going on. It doesn't, like you said, it doesn't work like that. We're psychic mediums. You've got to tune in. You've got to be in your space. You've got to be grounded. It's not just, yeah, we're very, very normal people that just use our gifts in a certain way. It's not, yeah, it's not like I'm a psychic. I know everything. I don't know where people get that idea from, but it's not fearful as well. It's just, yeah, it's it's an amazing tool. It's an amazing gift to be given, to use it in this lifetime, to help people, to bring joy, to bring happiness, to bring grounding, to bring healing. Um, and just yeah, I am happy for anyone who opens up to their gift to do this. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. I think it's that perspective, like you just said. It's the perspective shift. I used to go to mediums and kind of go on with these these barriers up and go prove it to me. Then yeah, I'll exactly. hide my wedding ring type of. This is before I was married, but hide rings and don't want them to read my body language. Have the rosary yeah. beads in my fucking pocket, and now I just go to a medium and go, "What's up?" You know? Yeah. Can we see? Can you have a little read into my vibration to see what you feel that yeah. I'm not acknowledging? And this is why I bring my coaching into mediumship because I don't believe it's just about saying paint your color of your house this or leave your husband or move town that shit is literally old school it is now about going what are you choosing that if you did choose it would change you instantaneously because i'm telling you now girlfriend there's a million possibilities and the possibility that is more downstream and is more in your vibration is this one if you choose it but you do have total choice of what you were choosing so that perspective shift on how I think we've been brought up religious because and our dad wasn't religious so just make it very clear like we weren't kind of like full-blown like Catholic girls it was kind of we had both worlds I think we have been given that so we can help those who are awakening who go maybe there's more than just this box I've been put into and also not let go of faith but in fact, enhance the faith by realizing we have to have faith in ourselves and each other, not just these other energies. Because some people think that spirit needs to be on a pedestal 
and that we've got to give ourselves up to it. And I, the first thing I teach in magnificent mediumship is spirit ain't on a no pedestal. Spirit is just people with no bodies. Mm. Some of them need to be cleared. Some of them want to talk. Some of them want to literally be a contribution to you. So, hey, let's play. A medium is not a person to try and prove to you their fucking skills. They're mm-hmm. here to help you enhance and accelerate your life by using their toolkit. So pretty much life coaching, right? Exactly. And sometimes when you're doing a reading, it is, it is. and I always ask my clients, is there anything you'd like, any questions or anything in particular you'd like to focus on? Because sometimes you, you can't just look at someone and know their whole entire life and know what's going on for them. And if people were telling you more about themselves, it does make it easier to tune in. It makes the energy um, louder. It makes whoever wants to come through in spirit to come through for the right reasons at the right time. Um, so there's more to it just saying than just saying, you know, I'm a medium, prove, prove it to me. That's a waste of someone's money because where are they going with that? You know, that's a waste of your money if you want someone just to prove it to you. It's all about, like you said, the higher vibration, bringing people in. Yeah, it's, it's more to it than that. And if, when people look beyond it and people don't live for the reading, they just see it as a tool or as a guide, um, it makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing like with that as well as mediumship isn't just about telling people their path. It's actually about you know, spirit coming through as well. So there's different parts to mediumship. And this is what I, I bring through in, in, in MM, my, my signature program, is it's about your boundaries. And I know I've been through this with you, Amanda. You We go on many walks, but it's boundaries, it's standards, it's your resistance, it's alignment with your HD, it's how your meridians work, it's how you speak with energy, it's about your intuition, it's about cleaning up the past conditioning and doing the unsexy work, it's about becoming more conscious, it's about knowing who you are as a spirit within the body. And it's also about understanding the way you see, hear, feel, so all of your senses. To know spirit is to know yourself. And would you agree with me that pretty much 99% of what you say makes absolutely no sense to you? Absolutely. But it makes sense to them. Sometimes you feel like you're on a wild goose chase and you're like, am, am I getting anything right here? And then I might get the most incredible feedback, like, oh, my God, that was perfect. Um, because you you have no idea what you're talking about. You're just like, this is something way, like, different to me. But then also sometimes comes through as a mirror. So I might see um, a mirror image of myself doing something because that's a very similar energy to my client or to what's going on with them at the moment as well. So it's just tuning into, and it's practice makes perfect. And listening, like you said, listening, feeling, being it. Um, to tune into exactly what's coming through. And you don't need to make sense of it because it's not for you. It's for your client. Mm-hmm. And that's it's exactly how I read as well. Like quite yeah. often all of a sudden I'll see a, my grandfather and I go, is this granddad coming to talk to me? Or is this me saying that my client has a granddad that is just mm. like my granddad? So yeah. we get showed images and I know we're very similar. You, you are very clear audience. I am very clear cognate. They're probably our strengths, but we are all of the clears. And like you said, every reading I do, I strengthen. Um, so I've got a question for you. I remember you saying to me probably about a year ago, hey, Victoria, can I have a session with you, a business session? Because obviously we do readings and stuff for each other all the time. And I was like, totally. I sat down on your couch and I said, go for it. You ask me the questions and I'll answer them. After that, you applied what we went through and your business took off and you ended up with 
literally a waiting list for, I don't know, three weeks, three months. I don't know. You have a pretty big waiting list from time to time. Um, What did you learn? What did you learn when we had that session that transformed your business? So actually it was almost two years ago. Like that's how quickly time flies. It feels like it was only a few months ago. It was actually nearly two years ago. Um, I just learned to go for it, not to be scared, not to um, worry about what other people think. A huge thing for me was putting myself out there. I didn't want um, friends that didn't believe in this kind of stuff to see me. I actually lost a few very close friends because of this kind of work and stuff, but that's fine because it's been replaced by true, really good soul friends. Um, I learned just to drop my barriers. I learned to Oh, so much stuff in that one one small session. Like it was incredible. So much stuff. Just to yeah, put myself out there, not be afraid, trust what comes through. That was the main thing that you were saying is just trust, drop your barriers and trust what comes through because it comes through for a reason. You're not making it up. Um, which was a big thing. I'm like, is this made up? And no, it's not. Everything that comes through, and I tell that to a lot of my clients who go through similar things. You've got to trust your instincts, you've got to trust what comes through for you because it's there for a reason. Um what else did you tell me? Oh, there was just so much. It was incredible. Like your knowledge was huge. Like your knowledge base is just massive from all the personal work you've done for yourself. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm just struggling because I can't see you. So I'm like looking out because <laughs> I'm trying to concentrate. Yeah, there was just so much. I can't even put into words what it was. It was, and I'm the kind of person being a manager, I take a couple of things and I run with it. So a couple of the really important mm. things you told me, um, they've stuck even to this day and they'll and I'll go, go with it all the time. Yeah. And to want more. You were saying want more. Want a waiting list. Don't just want three or four clients. Want that three-month waiting list. And that's what I'm getting because I'm ambitious and wanting, wanting it and wanting more of it and manifesting more of it. Mm. And I remember you saying to me, there was this little fear. But if yeah. I put myself out there, I'm going to get too much and I won't be able to handle it because I am already making people wait a day or two. Yeah. And I said, you know what, girlfriend? Make them wait three months. Make them wait freaking six months because yeah. people will wait for you because it's you. And I know that yeah. sometimes you have people booked in for like three sessions. So the way your business actually works is you're a guide, right? So you're, you're a medium, um, but you guide people. So it's actually like an ongoing process. It's not like a one-off reading. It's like people come to you monthly or um, you know, bi-monthly to, to really, it's like you're activating and you're healing them and clearing them as well as reading and just tapping in to see where they're currently at. So I think that, you, that that's your uniqueness with your mediumship. Mm. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. I quite often will do healings, clearings, um, yeah, all that kind of stuff. And going back to the waiting list thing and like not wanting to make people wait, I can literally say with the hundreds of readings I've done in the past two years, hundreds and hundreds of readings, I've probably had two people say, oh, sorry, I don't want to wait that long. Honestly, two people, they're like, I wanted a reading like today. I'm like, sweet, that's that's cool. No worries. You know, see you another time. Um, That's only two people. How amazing is that? Like that, you know, because of your words of saying, let people wait. If people, you know, people want a reading. And the thing is, a reading is more guidance. It's not how to run your life, what's happening in your life. Well, it is a little bit, but it's more about guidance and, you know, what your guides and angels and ancestors have to say or what's in store for you, healing and clearing. It's not about living day to day for that reading. So those people that want it right now, they can go somewhere else and get it from someone who's going to give it to them right now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you learned boundaries. Mm, absolutely. Boundaries was huge. Yeah. Beautiful. So 
I know with you charging, there's a little bit of charge around that as well. Um, like how am I supposed to charge? Oh, you mean money monetary wise? Yes. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. you went from charging like $20 readings or whatever and yeah. worked your, I, I believe you're like over a hundred or whatever at the moment, depending on what package people get. But how have you been able to, and I know we, we had some coaching on this, but how have you been able to kind of back yourself and enhancing the price of your readings? This is just so other people can kind of understand. Cause I work with a lot of mediums and I always say to them, never charge under a hundred dollars, but money's never, ever, ever going to um, equalize what you're giving that person. Cause what you're giving is life-changing and it doesn't, it's got nothing to do with your own worthiness, but I, I know that we, we definitely kind of switched a few different um, switches for you and changing that perspective of how you can receive for your gift. So what yeah. was that shift? Yeah, absolutely. So mine was, oh, if I do $20 readings, I'll get really busy. I'll get lots of people. Um, and that was cool. That worked for a little while. Then I was like, actually, I need to know my own worth. I know that it's not, it, yeah, it's not about the money so much. I mean, yeah, it is because you need money to live and, you know, you need to know your own worth. Um, but I had to, I had to say to myself, I've got to increase my prices because everything goes up, you know, everything is always going up. I can't just stay small. Yes, it, it's really noble to say I want to help people. I always want to do this this kind of work for little money. Um, it's actually my business and I have to make money, make a living from that. Um, but I know my worth and I know that I've got I had to drop a lot of boundaries around money, a lot of um, sorry, a lot of barriers around money, a lot of and this is probably coming from a lot of childhood stuff. I had to drop a lot of issues with money, you know, I'm I am worthy of that money. Um, and so I do increase my prices probably every three to six months, sometimes a bit more. And and I think I will continue to do that as well because I know that my readings, my healings are getting more intense, they're getting deeper. Um yeah, there was just a there was a click and, and I did have I did have a lot of issues with putting prices up at the beginning. So I'm like, what if I stop getting clients and all that kind of stuff? I'm busier than ever. Um, because I now I know my own worth and I just hope that everyone else can find out their own worth as well. You know, you can't just do things out of love. And there has to be an energetic exchange as well. That's not a money exchange. I've done a lot of things for people for free and I've asked for, can I have a review for that? You know, like um a lot of things, clearings or readings and stuff at the beginning, I was like, oh, don't worry, I won't charge you for that. But can you just give me a review on my page? And they're like, oh, absolutely. Because it's a f people don't see the value in free stuff, there was never a review. And then a couple of months later, someone said to me, oh, I've got to do a review. I'm like, yeah, I'd really appreciate if you did that, you know, because there has to be an exchange. Energetically, money, there's got to be some kind of exchange there, which was a hard lesson to learn, but I learned it. Yeah. It's kind of interesting because honestly, that your worthiness has got nothing to do with any amount of money. And I actually say this all the time, like my readings are over $2,000 for an hour. And, you know, I said this on Magnificent Mediumship the other day. I said, what's the difference between my sister's readings and my readings? Well, nothing really, only the price, you know, and I don't want a, a whole entire book full of readings because I'm a coach and what I do is I, I teach programs. I'm a projector as well. So I require more people in my vortex, less amount of work. I don't have the motor like you do, but it doesn't actually make me more worthy because I charge more. So our worthiness has got nothing to do with money, but yes, there has to be an, a congruent 
energy exchange because if there isn't, like you said, you do a clearing, go, don't worry about it. It's a gift. I would love a review because then the other person feels that they can gift to you as well. So they can receive it more because humans are funny. They like to give, but they don't like to take or they, or they take and they don't like to give, right. They're they're on one spectrum or the other. So I think it's absolutely amazing. I, I, I am very, very proud of you. I know that, um, you, do what I do. So it's always clearing first. It's always creating the space. It is, it's, and I think we were kind of, you know, brought up with this a little bit as well. Is it's really about honoring the deep space and coming from a place of gratitude and love and grounding. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, of course, trusting and having faith and surrendering, but also being willing to receive money and love and gratitude and of course receiving judgment and I know this was another thing for you as well yeah is the judgment you said like I had these big barriers up so the first thing I kind of said to you was hey Amanda what about dropping those barriers and fucking showing the fuck up you know and you're just like what and because we were taught to have barriers Mm. so once you drop them and you drop all protection and you ground and empower you realize that you're the strongest entity in your reality. So I know that you do a lot of entity clearings as well as I do. And why do you think that's so important when it comes to mediumship? Oh, absolutely. So my readings, I always say to people, are done with so much love and light, high vibration, purest intention. Um, and I always clear the space because you don't want any stagnant energy around. Um, my healing space, a lot of people come through here for Reiki, for bars, um, so it's constant. There's constant energy around. My energy's in here. Um, I've got crystals. I've got lots of stuff. There's lots of stuff going on. It's really important to come in here first thing in the morning before any clients and in between clients to ground, just to bring it back to myself, to be grateful for what I do, grateful for the gifts I've been given, um, clear the space, clear any energy that's been here that's been lingering, open the window, light a candle, have some scents going, have an incense, whatever. Um it's very important for me to have a clear head to tune into other people's energy. And people also feel that, like if you've got some old shit going on in the back of your head or you're busy, busy, busy and making it about you, people sense that. So it's really important to clear yourself, ground yourself, ground your space, open your space up, drop the barriers, all of that kind of stuff. And like you said, it has come from a young age. I think we've always been taught to protect ourselves, but it's more about opening up. And there is dark energy out there there's dark um, stuff that comes in sometimes but it's like I said I'm all about the love and light I try just to have my readings as, as positive as possible um, yes sometimes dark stuff does come through but you have to deal with that obviously but as long as there's no stagnant energy or anything around in your space or within yourself before you begin that's really important to have that cleared and also clearing up for other people as well that may need it hmm. I think being a clear channel is Absolutely. And this is what you're just describing as well, cleaning and clearing and activating yourself. Busy mum, your husband works away a lot. So you literally are like, you're many genning like a mofo, right? That's what I like to say. Uh, because, you know, for me, I could not do that at all. It's just, we're, we're very, very different, but it always comes back down to being a pure channel and when I just want to touch those dark energies as well this is the thing that I teach in MM it is not about protection it is about empowerment and it is about awareness consciousness awareness so 
like you know you've done access consciousness you've um done a class with me on that and we've been running each other's bars for years now and becoming more conscious and un- layering those conditions transforms yeah. your life because you become a clear channel who doesn't think from judgment you think from awareness so when we do have dark entities coming around us for maybe we've picked it up on the street or whatever um we're aware of it we can literally just be like i can see you and off you go to to love off you go to light because i'm not actually available for this bullshit off you go so it's not about rejecting it and it's not about going holy shit get away from me i'm only love and light it's really about going i can see you i'm an awareness and i'm stronger than you off you go you Mm -hmm. know so and i think that's the same with friendships i think it's the same with humans you said you've lost a couple of people in your life and as have I, of course, and I think we will continuously do that as our souls learn with each other, then they they, they depart from each other um, until we meet again. And it's as these soul lessons. And the thing is being unapologetically you means shining bright and it means being aware of yourself beyond anybody else. Yeah. How does that feel for you? Yeah, no. Hit the nail on the head right there. And sometimes people aren't ready to be where you are. Some people aren't ready to take those big leaps and bounds. Some people have jealousy. Um, For me, dropping judgment was huge. I was so judgmental. I mean, I think a lot of us are. Most of us are, really. Um, But now when I do readings or do anything, healings, I've dropped all my judgment. I don't know this person. I don't know what the fuck they've been through in their life. Um, Who am I to judge what they go through? Because I don't like that feeling of being judged myself. I mean, we're all going to be judged at some point. And that's something I've had to deal with as well. Um, but I've just dropped my judgment of people so much compared to two or three years ago even. Um, yeah, we have to come from a place of love and light. We've got to, we've got to glow. We've got to shine. And we can't make ourselves small because someone else can't handle that. We've got to, we've got to grow. We've got to learn. I tell so many people that in readings um, when I can see people being held back or being held down or made small um fuck that you have to you have to explode you've got to be yourself you unapologetically as well unapologetically and I think this is probably the hardest thing for us we were these good little girls who wanted to please mummy and daddy and we've got great parents so I'm not just yeah. them, but of course they're programmed and conditioned as well and um, they did the very best they could and we're doing the very best we can with our children as we consciously parent them um of course we don't push our beliefs onto our children but we ask them by conscious being conscious parents, what do you know about that? What are you seeing? You know, we're here for you no matter what. And I I, I do think we're really smashing out that um, old paradigm and coming into the new by allowing our children to be expressive um, and also telling them it's safe to shine and be be yeah, who they be. It's it's so, so beautiful. Um, so Amanda, you are currently doing readings and you have got a Facebook page, The yeah. Spiritual Space with Amanda Lamb on Facebook. So I highly recommend everybody go and check you out and get a reading with you. We're both three fives personality types. So we do tend to, to grow as we go. We do tend to get our hands uh, dirty and we we love to try try things out all the time and continuously grow. And we, the five is very much um, this, this, this kind of heretic energy as well. So people do get drawn to us and we do trigger people. And it's really important to know for all of those people who've got a five in their HD that you will trigger people 
And mm-hmm. some people will like, I get people messaging me all the time saying, I'm girl crushing on you. And I'm just like, oh my God, that's so funny. And I'm like, just bring me down off that pedestal, please. Um, and other people go, you're triggering the F out of me. And then they step up. So I'm sure this is like you as well, Amanda. Um, you get people that um, fall in love with you and also get triggered. Um, and this is a part of the 3-5 journey and also yeah. a part of mediumship to help people expand and wake up into consciousness. Yeah. So is there anything you want to add about um, mediumship? Is there anything you want to add to any of the listeners who are considering doing magnificent mediumship or getting a reading and they've still got a little bit of fear? Yeah, um, just drop your barriers. Tr- drop your barriers because there's so much more to explore and you're never too old like honestly I always thought you're born with a gift you do that gift you know I, I never thought that your life could change so much from being yeah very very grown up very quite religious to being a psychic medium clairvoyant reiki practitioner you know like things there is there is a huge contrast between what I do and what I did do um just drop your barriers because you never know where life's going to lead you. Um, your guides and angels are always there and they're not going to lead you down the wrong path. You know, they're always going to kind of show you the light. So just go for it. Just do it. If you want to be a medium or you want to explore your psychic abilities or anything, do the course because you'll learn if it's not to help others, you'll just be learning to help yourself because it's so important to heal yourself and to, to self-love and then to help others is just huge. But I do it. Just anyone, just do it. Drop your barriers and do it. It's great. <laughs> to know spirit is to know yourself and yeah. um that's what i've seen the biggest shift in you amanda in the last three years is you followed the energy you saw who you were you started really believing in yourself and loving yourself and seeing that you are one motherfucking potent medium and um, I'm very proud to call you my sister we're we're same blood and everything like how does it get any better than that and I'm pretty sure our great grandmother who we both talk to quite often um, who has passed I'm pretty sure she is extremely proud of us for helping to clean up the lineage and to drop the fear um and although some of our other family members you know they may never be there we still have to know that where they're choosing like you said is exactly what is energetically correct for them and we can't judge and um at the end of the day um everyone is correct and whatever they're choosing right wrong Mm mm-hmm yeah. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, yeah, you. we're going to put all of your details in the show notes and um, we will catch you next time. Oh, thanks so much, Victoria. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Amanda. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I trust that you got those golden nuggets that you required to shift your consciousness, to expand your awareness and to turn up your capacity. I invite you to share this podcast with anyone that you feel would benefit from it. And also share the golden nuggets that you have learned with your friends, family, and of course, clients. You can contact me if there's anything that you want to specifically share with me and or if there's anything you want me to specifically share on the podcast. You can check out the show notes and find me on my socials and myself or my team will get back to you. My heart to yours. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you soon.